people like don't don't always stick to. Do you know what I mean? So, yeah. Um, yeah. but yeah, um, so I'll just this then. I'm with James uh, Latham, and we're going to talk about um, women in the age bracket of 25 to 45. Um, I'm going to actually focus more on that in this podcast now um, from now on. As people from the age of 25 to 45, ladies in the mid- Middle East, or in, mostly in Dubai, obviously, um, who um, are starting the gym or in the fitness industry um, and who are looking for more information on nutrition, fitness, um, these kind of criteria, and, and also for people who may have questions that are seen not standard that seem maybe like they're not sure where to locate this kind of information. Myself and James um, deal with these kind of people on a regular basis um, and can answer all the questions for you. So as I said, you might get um, a lot of information and maybe find information out that you wouldn't even think you were looking for. So um, James will just introduce himself and tell a bit about himself and then we will go from there in terms of hitting the questions, um, some basic questions. Uh, and then you can maybe relate to them as well. So uh, I'll let James introduce himself. Hi mate, you alright? Hi Yeah, a little bit about myself. Um, it's interesting really, my, my background in health and fitness started about five, six years ago when I left the British military. I started my undergraduate degree in uh, sports science, in particular human performance. And whilst I was there, I did a, an internship at a football club uh, in, the, in the championship, Brentford Football Club, in fact. And uh, I was there for three years as a strength and conditioning coach. So, talking about females in particular, my background wasn't involving females at all in the health and fitness industry. I was solely surrounded by by men, and that actually um, was a bit of an eye opener when I came to the Middle East and I started training females. I, you know, rarely knew anything about them. Um, so after I finished at Brentford, uh, I came into Dubai as a personal trainer and. Um, I'm also doing my master's degree in SNC, and again, that's a very much a male oriented environment. There's very few females on the course, and in fact, I've noticed in the industry it's, it has a lot of a male bias. Yeah. So, coming to the Middle East and training females has opened my eyes a lot. Yeah. So, so start off with, say, maybe, like, obviously, that's an introduction to James and his background. Um, start off with, say, like a question and see if he can relate to this. And um, what do you think is one of the key factors for women obviously in that kind of region and, and bracket and um, starting off in the gym and how do we make that well, from your opinion how do you make it as sustainable as possible yeah. not f- for just like optimum results like how can you make how do you think and believe you can do that as for optimum results like? right. so answer to your first question being uh, what's the key factor we get in the females gym or why we yeah. start how yeah. yeah so um most of my clients, most of my female clients, you see on social media, you see the hype inside right a minute. There's a lot of pressure for young women mm-hmm. out there at the minute. Because the growing, yeah, the growing Instagram, social, exactly. Yeah. Like everyone's following all these people on Instagram, Facebook, and they're thinking, wow, like, fucking about the picture, exactly. Exactly. Yeah, look really filters, good. no matter how many filters you get, it's yeah, still, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> it's been hard for women to do yeah. that. Um, so the only answer is to yeah, scroll down far enough, you'll see when you used to be that, and then, exactly. Go exactly. So, it's, it's a lot of pressure on females to look good, especially in the Middle East when, or in, yeah. in hot countries in general, where you spend most of the time yeah. on the beach Tap and uh, it's exactly tapped out Tap uh, in the beach and, and there's other people around your friends and they're good to go to parties, pool parties, and there's this big, you know, housewives of vanity. Exactly, and it's, I don't agree with it, but it exists yeah. and, and women are very comfortable, and men to a degree, but women more mm. so than men. 
Um, but also for health in general, like I think it's become even more prevalent now that people start looking after their health just as well as their image. Yeah. So uh, most of my clients, most of my female clients come to gym because they do feel like I need to increase or improve their appearance and also yeah. just to feel good. Absolutely. Um, in terms of sustainability then, like this is a big one, this is a massive one I think. So long I'm going to come in for 12 weeks, 10 weeks, but mm. if it's not sustainable, then that's the point. So you mean like just get into the gym, like would you say, how would you, how would you program someone in terms of thinking, right, if you've got three years, mm. say you've trained them only for yeah. two years of that time, yeah. <coughs> how do you then get them from, I've got my own tactics personally, which I'll explain maybe after you, yeah. but like how would you then get them to get that sort of innocent ongoing thing for the rest of the next four years? Yeah, yeah. it's got to be, for me, the key thing is it's got to be enjoyable. And oh, yeah, I was if say, you yeah. don't enjoy the process, you're going to fall off pretty, pretty quick. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. And I want to make the client feel like this isn't, uh, this isn't a challenge. This isn't a chore. It, it has to be a routine, and it has to become habit. When something's habit, it's real. Then you don't even have to think about it. Then, so I don't want them to think, oh, God, I've got to go to the gym tonight. I'm training with gym. It's going to kill me. No, what am I going to eat for dinner? Like I've got to eat chicken, rice, and yeah. veg. It doesn't have to be like that, it's yeah. got to be sustainable. So my first thing is make the session enjoyable. Yeah. Have a personal relationship with the client, make sure that they're happy with what they're doing, they're coming in regularly. It doesn't have to be six days a week. Yeah. Like again, that's way too much for someone who's never been to gym before. Yeah. Starting off two, three times a week, we'll train it, make sure it's enjoyable. Then we can slowly build it off. With the diet, it's exactly the same. I've got a client, yeah. she's lost maybe like 14 kilos. And yeah, it's the same. Her routine every Friday is to go yeah. for beers and curry. Yeah. Never stopped it. Never stopped it. Never stopped it. I yeah. said, well, you might as well. Like, that should reduce yeah, it. Yeah, good, yeah. Yeah, make it your treat. Yeah. Make it your treat. But, and also, so just put on the back of that, that's a really good point. Like, so, so this is where I go, always focus on. It's what you just said is so true. Like, if you have your curry and your beer the weekend on that, say, Friday night, mm -hmm. is it? Mm -hmm. That's fine. But you can't be 70% during the week. No. So yeah, I mean, like then you're seventy percent during the week, and you're then you're off it on a Friday night. Do you know what I mean? So then it becomes not great. You get like you're yes. fifty fifty at the end of it. So sorry, just to, I wanted to put that there. Like I think a lot of people they think, okay, well I can have a cheat meal, but their perception of how they're doing during the week is that yeah. I'm doing really well. Yeah. But are you doing well? Yeah. And then the key is is the measuring at the weekend. Is if you get measured at the weekend on a, on a Friday every week. Then at least you know I'm losing weight. Yeah. So and it's not like you're eating healthy. It's like okay, well I am cutting down. Exactly. So yeah, yeah sorry. And that's what we did. We we weighed in on Friday morning. If she was down, great. She knew she could still sustain that routine. Yeah. But again, we do the thing the next week. Even though she went out for beer and curry, even the next Friday she's still down. She can still keep up that routine. Mm -hmm. And it's a gradual process. Yeah, I understand. If she didn't have a beer and curry on Friday, she could lose weight a lot quicker. But then this goes back to the whole point of sustainability. Yeah. She'd have got down really quick, been happy with that, but she's been miserable because she hasn't had a beer and curry for eight weeks. Yeah, yeah, I know, Do I know. know what I mean? It's just going to go, it's going to be another end of the spectrum. It's just going to get absolutely bloated for a week. And fall out of love with the business and yeah. never come back again. Yeah, yeah. Or go off and then come back again intermittently. But it's all about consistency. And I probably would at the start, I said, let's just take out things which aren't necessary, one by one, mm. like little things. That, I looked at a diet and said, okay, well, you could do that on that one day. Then the next month, go, okay, let's take two things out. Let's yeah. start changing this to that, start changing that to this. Yeah, it's good. Still keeping your treat at the weekend. Yeah. Again, just to reiterate, it's not a cheap weekend, it's a yeah. cheap meal. meal. Yeah. It's, not a, it's not a massive day of binge yeah. eating. Um, and yeah, just, I just made the process enjoyable. And then we kept monitoring the, the weight and the measurements and still continuing to look really good. And to the point where it starts to plateau, then maybe we have something else. Mm. But again, you've got to understand that these people have lives and they don't want to. 
Yeah. Sacrifice time with family and yeah. that's going to gym six days a week. Yeah. Yeah, it's got to be sustainable. So, 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 like psychologically, how would you then also add to that? Like, how can you, like, using the psychological aspect, mm. how do you think you would apply some information to someone who's just starting, like a little tip for them in terms of like, getting their mind in gear? Like, in terms of staying consistent? Yeah, staying consistent and just um, how would you then get someone to, you know, everyone comes to the gym, they have this negative thought process of the gym, they think about the negative, or healthy food as you said. Yeah. Like healthy food equals mm. un- not tasty. Yeah. Like it doesn't taste good. So how would you then psychologically get that out? For me, just to answer my own question in that one, my, my one is, is, is the fact of um, uh, learning to cook. Mm. It's the biggest thing for me. Right. Learning to cook. If you can't learn to cook, then you're going to eat shit food. You're going to eat something. You're going to still always have that kind of that mindset of healthy food tastes crap, which is nonsense. Healthy food tastes better than rubbish food. Like fast food as an example, because you can cook it right. But if you're not educated in that, mm. then what you'll do is you'll go, you know what? I'm just going to eat. I'm, I can't live like this. Mm. Healthy food. I mean, how I love my. I hate when people say I'm a foodie or I love my food. I'm just like, well, everyone loves their food. Everyone loves their food. I love my food more than anyone. But I actually educated myself to the point where I can cook an amazing meal, and then be like, and then I look forward to that meal, and it's so good for me. And so you get both things. You've got the 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 vanity of looking good, and then also the the health, and you've got the the taste. Mm. You've hit the nail on the head. So that's what I would start. Start with. It's usually down to lack of, not lack of education, just not educated in that field. Mm. Um, people aren't really educated in nutrition. The PE similar to um, what? Service, the PE service yeah. in the UK, yeah. physical education service in the UK, does not teach nutrition. No. Neither does my, I mean, a master's degree in strength conditioning, there's not one topic on nutrition. Yeah. And it's so fundamental. And that's yeah. why people don't know what they're doing, or they yeah. get put off by health eating because it's meant to be boring. Yeah. It's not true. So I would educate them in how to cook mm. healthy, nutritious meals. Yeah. I'm, I'm not so keen on the whole calorie counting system. Maybe if the if the athlete or client requires it, perhaps. Yeah. But initially, that would put people straight off. Yeah. I would say let's just change this for this. These are some recipe options. Uh, timing your carbs at the right time. Your time is really important. And um, with the gym itself, a lot of people but to, to go back to what you just said there. So if you did hear that, what you're saying is, if you are just starting the gym, start off with breaking down your food and just. Eating same wholesome food, and that was a bit of going a bit in more detail. Yeah. What you said, I can yeah. get what you said there. Yeah. Drop getting more healthy food, eating a base of healthy foods, and and then mm. and cutting some stuff stuff out of your diet, yeah. and that gets you started. Yeah. Then if you have someone like who is in a, an area where they are are saying sitting at are five foot five and sitting at fifty five kilos, but still want to lose body fat, mm. then you can start counting your calories. Exactly. Yeah, I'm a big fan of this guy called uh, Michael Paul, and he's got a little book. It's brilliant. And he says, and I totally agree, I can say it to my clients to, to a certain degree, give a bit of freedom, I just say, you can cut, you can eat whatever you want, mm-hmm. I said, eat whatever you want as long as you cook it yourself. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Cook it yourself and you eat whatever you want. Yeah. I, I don't mind. <laughs> and that's how you start them off. Yeah. Yeah. I say, alright, well, you have know, a curry on Friday, make it. Yeah, make it. Make a curry. That's a good idea. Actually. Some bread. Make some bread. I like that. If you want some brownies? Make a brownie. You know what's in it. Yeah. And to be honest, if I say you make it yourself and they, and they fancy a donut, chances are they're not going to make it. Yeah. yeah. But <laughs> if they do, they've got yeah. commitment. But they're going good with that. Like a uh, dessert recipe. So yeah. And they'll probably end up putting some slightly healthier ingredients, yeah. less sugar in it, exactly. and the boy won't make it as much. So. Exactly. And I, I'm, I, I totally advocate that. Yeah. Go make it yourself. Start from mm-hmm. scratch. 
build whatever you want. If you fancy Chinese, try and make it yourself. Yeah. There's yeah. always a way out. Okay. It doesn't taste as good as a restaurant, but you're definitely mm. saving cash. For yeah. And, you, and you're satisfying yourself. I always say as well that you never feel bad after you've eaten a good meal. No. But sometimes when you eat badly, you feel terrible. Terrible. Yeah. So you never feel shit after eating a good meal. No. After eating a healthy meal, you'll never feel shit. No. That's enough motivation in my eyes to eat well. Mm. You know? And to go, to go back to sort of getting people into gym and education and past experience and things like that, it's down to me as a trainer to set the tempo and set the environment for my clients when they come in. So I want to make sure that I'm friendly and I'm yeah. energised and motivating for them to come in and want to train. But if you haven't got a trainer and you're just going into a gym, just, just bear in mind that everyone's in there for their own reason and yeah. they're not going to look down on you for being in the gym yeah. and, and working hard at the yeah, Absolutely. It shouldn't be a scary environment. Yeah. I agree, some, some art, but just find a place which you yeah. feel happy and comfortable yeah. training and sweating. And do what you enjoy, like if you feel like the first month you just want to do cardio and you do that. Like you, you, you're just going to just get in the gym and moving around and, and stuff like that. Getting used to the environment is key, you know what I mean? That's going to help you for a start. Month two, introduce some weight, body weight stuff, month three, introduce. So that gives you a bit of structure and if anyone is, is listening and wants that kind of structure then you can find those things on the internet, like a basic structure on, on, on beginning the gym. Um, and then just one last thing in terms of like your marine background, I wanted to, I actually wanted to touch on that a bit more, but we'll, we'll touch on that just at the end here. And just like in terms of the marines, what would you in terms of structure, um, in terms of food and discipline, what would you say you learned most and the most like things you took from that? To t- apply to your daily life because it is an interesting thing, and a lot of people hear things on the television and watch things like about marines, but they don't really get the real, real thing of it. And mm-hmm. obviously, from you, like you, you lived it, you, you did it. So, what would you give them? What kind of two things really? I would say first of all, just believe in yourself. Like, just believe that you can actually do this. And I can see, even though the target might seem so far ahead, just take it day by day. Keep telling yourself why you're doing it and, and that you can do it. Like, it's definitely achievable. You, you, you're never going to look like the woman you follow on Instagram. It's never going to happen. Just because we're all different, but just be aware that you can you can be the happiest person you can be. You will get there eventually. In terms of the discipline side of things, that that's that's crucial. That's crucial. In in, in health and fitness, it's all about consistency. And if you haven't got discipline, then that's going to just fall apart. And it, and again, that goes back to building habits. So in the Marines, it's it's, it's scheduled. Everything's scheduled, and it's all about building habits. And once a habit is instilled in your mind, it's never going to go. It's going to be really hard to break it. Yeah. Really hard to break it. What's an example of like... So for example, just, just let's say brushing your teeth is a habit. I don't think about it. Really. You used to be like 10 yeah, minutes before. Yeah. You told me like that you had to like make your bed. Yeah. You told me that video. It's a classic speech given by American four-star general. It's so true and it's the reason why they drill it every day in the military. Mm-hmm. Make your bed, make your bed, make your bed. It's the first thing you do. Because that's your first goal achieved. Mm. And it's a compound. It sounds cheesy, but it's actually it's mega cheesy, man. It's mega it's, cheesy. It's real. And I furious myself, and I've never, I've never done it. But my girlfriend's sometimes very capable of not making a bed. I'll go back and so made and I feel annoyed yeah. inside. Yeah. Oh, it's mess. I don't want to get in it. So yeah. I have to make it now. But it's yeah. your first goal of the day. Once your first goal of your day is achieved, no matter how small it, it compounds. You know, this compound effect that everyone talks about these days, mainly in finance. But let's just say, even with goals, it works. And doing good deeds and positivity. Make your bed in the morning, that's discipline, then that's one done, done, goal achieved. The standards in the military, you can't be met by the outside and you have to do ridiculous stuff, but that's your goal done. Yeah. Then your next goal is achieved, but you can tell yourself, right, I've done that, right, next one. And at the end of the day, when you've yeah. had your days of 
achieving your goals, you yeah. that was maybe you can Absolutely. Get and I think if you apply that to like if you apply it to the health and fitness industry, like you say like your first one is have a, a, a cold water with mm-hmm. your smoothie in the mm-hmm. morning and that's discipline. Yeah. It's the same thing no matter how you feel every morning, mm-hmm. if you feel terrible and even if you had a drink the night before, mm-hmm. even if you went just got back from Thailand and from two weeks of your friends or whatever, you just have that yeah. whole glass of cold what the what has to be in your water. Mm-hmm. And your green smoothie, yeah. and that is just instilled in your mind. Yeah. And as you said, that as very you can apply that very easily exactly. to you'll instantly feel better. I think if you that's really good information actually yeah. for a lot of people. I think that is the key actually. I want to push that again, like push that again is just make sure you have that discipline to do that again in the morning, like have that green smoothie and water in the morning or whatever that is in the morning. That make sure you have that. Like it doesn't matter what happens, it doesn't matter if you only get 15 minutes or you get 10 minutes, you do that and there's no excuse. Yeah. And if you do that, yeah. like for me personally, I know you know me, like I've been me for a while now and every Sunday, what do I do? You do fitness test. Fitness test, every Sunday, everyone knows it because it doesn't matter how I feel, I do that fitness test. And everyone's like, why do you do that fitness test? But I do it because I think to myself, well, if I do that fitness test and I feel great, I do that fitness test and I feel terrible, the outcome is the same. The outcome is I feel good. Yeah. And I feel, and I, I get the same amount of calories burned, I get everything done. Mm-hmm. And it goes so good about like, habits and things like that. Like, if you, like you just said, wake up in the morning, you have your lemon water and you have a green smoothie. If you do that enough times, that then becomes a habit. Just like brushing your teeth. And you don't even have to think about yeah. it. You know, it just yeah. happens. And you're thinking, oh, you get to the point where you're like, oh, I've like been through this morning because yeah. it's so routine. Yeah, it's so routine. And how did I get to work today? Yeah. Just the same way you did every day. Every day. That's awesome. awesome. And that's why the minute you do it, you drill it. Bang, 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 bang. It's done. Yeah. So um, just get into yeah. the routine of doing it. It's all about building habits. Same with gym. Uh, if you get into a routine of sticking to the gym, it'll be more consistent. Mm-hmm. Just make Absolutely. it a habit. And be pissed off with yourself when you don't hit yeah. those habits as well. Be really pissed off with yourself when you do it. If you don't eat bed, be fucking annoyed that you haven't done it. Yeah. If you don't have your green smoothie, feel guilty. Mm-hmm. You know, Absolutely. No, no, I agree. I completely agree. So I hope, I hope you took a lot of information from that and that really helps. And that was obviously about an 18 minute podcast, so it's good to have a little bit of information uh, for you to take away when you're just on the way to work or at the beach. So I hope that helps, guys. Um, so. Um, I will sit, I will then do another one uh, in the next couple of days with another guest, again based around women in that criteria. So if you are in that in that age bracket, or if you're not and you just really enjoy listening, then great. Um, thanks very much. And if you want to send me over some feedback or you want to ask any questions or you want any guests in particular, then please just let me know. So thanks very much and thanks, James. Thank you, Cheers.